Ace Podcast. Weird. What are you? What are you pointing at? I'm just hitting my symbols. And stuff. Oh, you were pointing at something because you won't I, let me sing. Good. So I have to play the air drums. I just wondered what you were pointing at. No, I was just hitting symbols. I was actually looking out the window to see if there was someone here. <laughs> Nobody's. I know. I was once I saw you looking. I looked, yeah. and the studio is is uh, Lee Berry Studio is vacant at the moment, yeah, really except is. for Studio One, which is where we are. Right. Right. I tell you what, that's a smashing intro tune. <laughs> that yeah. tune. Yes. I rock out every time I hear that tune. You can get that tune on uh, Apple Music, too, Absolutely or iTunes. Can. Weird weird theme. Yeah, you just look up Mark Patch. Yeah. M-A-R-C. That's right. He spells his name with a C at the end of it. That's the proper way. Everybody else spells it wrong. Cor- well, I'm not going to say it's not the proper way. No, it's it's good. He might take the song back. But anyway, my name's Aaron. My name is Aaron. No. Oh, my name's Craig. And this is episode 199, oh Craig. We got one left, and we're out of here. They said we wouldn't make it to 198. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're at 199. Yes. And then you, we hit 200, and you know what happens after that? Kablooey. Yeah. That's all she wrote. Yeah. All the 100s are over, and we're in the, the 200s. <laughs> but we've had some we've had some good reviews recently. What are those? <laughs> One of them says, look forward to, to the laughter between you dudes with a microphone. That kind of takes us way back. Wow. Yeah, and that's a five-star review from Payman uh, 581. Did you see what? What? Yeah, Payman 581 says, sorry it's taken so long to write a review. Oh, I, I was trying to understand what you were saying, and I realized there was a title for the review yes. and then there's yes you think the i've done this before i'd You'd know think. i'd know says you guys have great chemistry together and i enjoy listening to your show always entertaining to hear how weird the world is getting i really wrote this for a chance for a bob ross mug can't blame him I don't can remember. you believe that the bob ross of all the stuff we've given away during our super summer of giveaways that bob ross mug people are flipping out over i don't it. remember us having chemistry together uh, we did, yeah. I think in the tenth tw- grade. Uh, no, no, we no, didn't. Tenth or eleventh grade. I had uh, Mr. Young. I did too for biology. Yeah, I had. It I for don't remember us having chemistry together. Yeah, I guess we're having that now. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> hey, we had another. We got all kinds of. We got all kinds of reviews. Yes, we did. Too funny for words. Really? Well, if that's true, why did why they keep writing under? There's it? words. Uh, yeah, there's words. <laughs> Thanks to Randall. Oh, great that guy. <laughs> I was turned on to the podcast. Just I am, what? Just, Just I am that Tracy that what? What is this? What am oh, I reading? Yeah. This is the Tracy that was discussed in that one episode way back. Oh, yeah, yeah. just I'm, I'm Tracy that was discussed in the one yes. episode. Sorry, Tracy, yes. the way you wrote that kind of bent my brain backwards. It doesn't take a whole lot. <laughs> All I have to uh, to say is I'm having uh, a, I'm too busy laughing to get any unpacking done. Unpacking? Are you moving? moved i may have to binge listen all over again yes. well, thank you widget 0712 do that also please. known as tracy and then we got a, a review from gubby gubzilla gubzilla yeah i can call her gubby yeah you probably could don't stop recording these don't stop yeah <laughs> she was afraid we were going to stop recording because somebody kept saying at 200 we're over it was over oh yeah did you tell her that's true yeah, I've been telling her that. We got she, one more episode. She claims that she, I know we got one more, but don't tell her. She left us a five-star review, said these guys are hysterical. My roommates and I won't stop laughing. Very good dynamic between each. We got good dynamic and good chemistry, Craig. Yeah. 
That uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that review goes back a while because she doesn't have roommates now. <laughs> Please keep it up. We've got what? <laughs> she said we have good dynamic, and I know. Um, and then P- Payman five eighty one said we had good chemistry. So we had dynamics and chemistry. Yeah, we've got dynamic chemistry, I man. We, I don't think we were at school enough to have that. You were, too, you, were, you were too busy helping the, janitor, the janitorial <laughs> team or putting your face in the annual twice. <laughs> so many times. You were such. Oh, boy. You know what time it is. Oh, hey. Sounds I do like, like the new theme since you lost the other one. Uh, we should tell everyone that we're still having a few technical difficulties. So until now, we're using. Uh, we got a little bitty soundboard. We got a little bitty soundboard. And the thing about this soundboard, it only has 15 buttons. So we don't have all of our themes. And your vision, it just looks like one big button. And with the uh, with the uh, Super Summer giveaways, it takes up a few buttons per episode. Yeah, I but anyway, they, uh, we bored them. We've lulled them to sleep now. <laughs> this is the game where I'm going to play a cover song from an from an eighty an eighty song cover by a band other than the original band. Craig has twenty seconds to guess the yes, title of yes, the song. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. If he guesses the title, then no prizes are given. What's today's away. prize? Today's prize is a USB touch light. What is that? It's a it's a little light that's bendable and you plug it into your USB and it shines down on your keyboard. And you that's touch the it. definition of a light. You touch it and you turn it back off. You can touch it and you turn it back on. It's really, really fun and it's pretty darn bright. It's LED. It's a great Unlike my co host. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Not too bright over here. Okay. Right, here goes right. the song. So anyway, you've got twenty seconds to guess the song. Are you ready, sir? Are you what? <laughs> here we go. go. I don't recognize the melody at all. You know. Okay, let me give me a second. See if I get another. Yeah, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a taste of this. It's a band called Megahertz, German band. Rock, Rock me Amadeus. Oh yeah, Rock me Amadeus. To be to be fair, that was not only kind of obscure. That, it, that's a that's a weird version of it. Yeah, it is. But that's what that's what this game's all about. I, I know. I'm saying though, to make myself feel better, that was pretty obscure. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel better, sir. I'm. It was a song. The, it was a song by. Was that Falco? Yeah. Originally, yeah, yeah, originally Falco. Falco. Yeah. Okay, I'm opening up the prize pool, and we're looking for a number. You but, need a, if your soundboard was big enough for an extra sound, you'd have a sound of something opening. Yeah. You know what? When we get the when we get the the old soundboard fixed, I'll add that in. Maybe that's a good idea. Well, I'm about ideas. Okay. I'm about. Okay. Did I say bad ideas. Do you have Siri with you by any chance? I do. Okay, because I'm looking. But we for don't a know number. if she's ever going to talk. But we'll try. I'm looking for a number between one and eighty-two. Give me a random number between one and eighty-two. The answer is 22. 22. You ever know sometimes she doesn't say it out loud, and other times she just whispers it? I don't yeah. know what's wrong with her. Yeah, I don't like her okay. attitude, though. 22 is the number. Number 22 is Heart 5. And I happen to know who that is. That's Jenny. Jenny, you have won the LED touch light. Jenny? Yeah. I've got her number. Do you really? Yeah, Where'd you find it? It was written on the wall. <laughs> I got it. it. No, I got it. I got it. Jenny and I go way back. And I mean, like when we were two and three, we were hanging out together. How do you remember back that far? I don't. Uh, I've just seen pictures of me and Jenny. They were more like 
uh, drawings. So Heart 5, hey, congratulations, Rock Jenny. etchings. Uh, send me your address through Facebook, and I'm going to get this uh, light in the mail. And I've been throwing in stickers and cards and all kind of stuff with our prizes. So you get you get a little uh, a weird prize pack, we'll wait, say. Wait, there's a, there's a, a company out there that when you buy because I got a 3D printer, you know. I know you We're do. not going to talk about it because it's making me mad this week. but It's making me happy all the time. You're making me some really cool stuff. But... Uh, there's there's a couple companies out there. You order a printer from them, they'll throw a little like bag of Harbo uh, gum, oh, gummy yeah. bears or something like that. I'd order stuff. just for that. Maybe yeah, you order a f- six seven hundred dollar printer sure. just to get a gummy bear. So you could uh, we should be throwing like gummies in the bag. Well, now now you give me ideas. That's yeah. that's not a bad idea. I mean, you're all. not gonna eat them. Okay, it's our Friday episode. This this episode's gonna go uh, be released Friday August tenth. Uh, I means, think they know that because it is now Friday August tenth. <laughs> that means. Craig. Oh, we got movie reviews. Movie reviews. And oh. you've seen one and I've seen one. Oh, <laughs> What'd you see? I saw Christopher Robin. How was it? The wonderful thing about Tiggers. Those Tiggers are wonderful things. <laughs> um, it was awesome. The heads are full of the stuffing. <laughs> Just like Aaron's head. The tails are full of the spring. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was nice. Thank you. Oh, bother. <laughs> Um, so, um, movie review time. I guess I'll just tell you what I thought. <laughs> so, um, it was good. And what I liked about it was I, I when I went in, I wasn't, I, and I've said since I saw the trailer, I was not really sure how I felt about it because I didn't like his, uh, like poo when he would talk, his mouth wasn't, he didn't have a big mouth and he wasn't real anime. Like a lot of times, you know, real animations, r- real exaggerated features and stuff. And he, he was made to look like what he was this this little i mean even this his leg, there even his legs moved like uh, like like they were popped in with a pen and they just rotated oh on cool one yeah they didn't they, he didn't he wasn't fully articulate that's pretty realistic and so i, I wasn't really sure what i was going to think about it in general and what i liked about it is it's not some oh it's in his head or it's a fantasy i mean it's like i mean it's in his a fantasy like in his head he's seeing all this i mean it's they're really there yeah and it's a really cute movie. You you sort of suspend disbelief and just enjoy it. That's how I enjoy all and, movies. And um and it's a great movie. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it five honey pots. Good grief, man! I'm gonna give it five honey pots out of five. Well, normally when you rate a movie that high, I will go see it because it. First of all, you have no soul if you don't think Winnie and his friends are some of the cutest things ever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and there's some really t- like within the first ten or fifteen minutes, I look on both sides of me. Glenna, who we don't speak of, I mean, I don't want to poke her with a snake. You better here, be careful. But she was, uh, she was crying, which, oh is, my which, which is, which is kind of normal. Okay, wait, let me finish. So I looked to the left. The one kid, the middle one, she's over here crying. At, at one point, she'd been tearing. I up. love her. Then I go into, uh, I go into the bathroom as you do after the movie's over because sure. you know you got to go. Yeah. And I hear somebody talking uh, to his friend, and is, and he goes, you know, I, you know, I cried three times. Good grief. How many and times do you cry? None, but it hit me, it hit me in the field. You don't have tears. No, I don't have tear ducts. Thanks for bringing that up. But uh, it um, it was really good, and it was really uh, it was a really wholesome movie. I mean, it was a movie you could take the kids to, no problem. Huh? And it was fun. It was it was you know it was formulated. It was like you know all these movies, but it was actually it was just really good. Okay. And um, I rewatchability. I'm not sure. I might be able to watch it again. But it was certainly good, and the quality was was really good. Well, and Ewan McGregor is awesome. I love that guy, and I'll take your word for it because I probably won't be going to see that. Uh, I typically don't see kids' movies. It's it's a family movie. I saw Mission Impossible. 
MI what? In 3D. Yeah, I did see it in 3D. Yeah, mm-hmm. Thank you to my nephew who uh, treated With Henry Cavill or Cavill or however you pronounce it. Superman. He's yeah. out with his, yes, famous, he his was. famous mustache, which is why Justice League, they went back and animated yeah, his mouth and it looked right. stupid because my, they wouldn't let him shave the mustache. told me about that. But I, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, as Those much are good movies. Impossible. One the, the, the first one I remember not really caring much for. It. The one that had... Um, I like Philip Seymour one. Hoffman was one of the best ones. He man, I, what a what, what a waste, waste. man! Yeah. So but sad. We'll go back and watch the one with him. That guy had the ability to be so evil with such a, to- a calm tone to yeah. his voice. Yeah, he, he what an actor that guy yeah. was. Fantastic. He, he really was. Well, this one tragic. was good. Um, Lori loved it. She, I think, it's her favorite one yet. And the reviews are saying that it's a lot of people's favorites. I will give it four out of five self-destructing messages. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, four out of That's five. That's true. Rolls of, rolls of audio tape. That and doesn't sound as easy. One thing I noticed with this one is the trailer, everything that was in the trailer was in the movie, but it was, it was cut so weirdly in the trailer that you, it made you think something else was going on. That bothered me. It was like they lied to us in the trailer over and That's over better than and go, over. That's better than going to a movie and realizing you saw all the good parts in the trailer. That's true, and that happens often. Or you go, that sometimes they'll, they'll, they don't do as much anymore, I don't think, but you go to a movie and you'll realize that scenes that were in the preview are not in the movie. Yes, that's happened before, too, a lot. Okay, Craig, that wraps up movie reviews. You give Christopher Robin five honeypots out of five, yep, and yep, I give yep. uh, Mission Impossible 29 or whatever it is, uh, four out of five uh, self-destructing messages, which means it's time to get to the meat of the podcast you hungry you brought me <laughs> top story man's cheap and rude tipping method goes viral now i read this and this one kind of it did kind of make me mad um but I'll, it's your story I'll let you maybe read. if i get to it i'll go ahead we'll find out go ahead it should be a rule of thumb if you can't afford to tip you can't afford to eat out now I'll take a little bit of issue with that do you really yes and and, and, and uh, let me be careful here i think you should tip no doubt absolutely but yeah. if it comes down to eating Having food in your stomach and and not yeah you know, I mean because you're not talking about it doesn't have to be a super fancy place to, well you know. yeah if I don't have enough to tip I'll go to a fast food place well that's true not, that's true not, I have this issue with the way the whole thing works for servers me I too. think they should make minimum wage and keep their tips because the tips are made for going above and beyond I agree not. We're going to depend on the public to pay your salary. Yeah. I think you should make minimum, and on top of that, you get to keep and split the tips of the bar, whatever you're going to do. I just think that it's wrong, and that's the way I feel about it. You I got, agree you, with you. you. And um, so I, I, But to say if you can't afford a tip, you can't afford to eat out, uh, I mean, I would feel bad doing it for sure. Yeah. But I think that, that that's kind of extreme. I mean, yeah. Kind of, you, you, could, you ever I mean, stiffed a waitress or a waiter? Um, only with really bad service. Well, that's not stiffing them. They, no, they no, didn't but, but, but no, there was, there, we, there was, uh, I know at least one time we went into a place we weren't sure about the situation of tipping yeah. and, uh, we were like, uh, we didn't have, you know, the, uh, it wasn't, it was cause uh, the way you paid, you didn't pay at the end. You'd already paid. And it was one of okay. these iffy kind of like Quincy's or golden corral, something like CC's. that. Yeah, well, yeah, something where you kind of afterwards go, wow, are they expecting a tip or something? Yeah, you know, that's different. I mean, it wasn't like right. We, that's different. I wasn't that's not go, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when other people are doing it, but there's still some question. Yeah, you know. But I, I don't know. I just think I think to say something as bold as if you can't afford a tip, you can't afford to eat out. Well, maybe if you don't have a lot of money and you want to go to the Mexican restaurant, you should be able to eat there without feeling guilty about it. <laughs> okay. 
I'll let you take that up with Jose. I, I don't. I don't know. Who's Jose? He works at the Mexican place down the street here. Okay. I say, hey, Jose. There you go. Anyway, people are going to talk about that one, but I just want to be fair and say I, I, I took two sides of the fence on that. Okay. I said you should get minimum and what you earn is tips, but at the same time, and if they were getting that, then they sh- then people wouldn't have to feel bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But I'm not saying you shouldn't tip your waiter or waitress. Always you should tip. definitely try the veal. I don't know. I've never had the <laughs> we'll veal We'll be before. here all week. Many servers, bussers, uh, what do people on buses have to do with anything? Host and kitchen staff depend on tips at the end of the night. The kitchen staff. Yeah, they get, they get their cut. Why don't we have the kitchen staff come out and fill my drink now and then? <laughs> um, yeah, if you're going to stiff your waitress, go back into the kitchen and say, hey, yeah. guys, um, it's her fault. <laughs> uh, anyway, they want to round out what they're getting paid hourly, which is typically far below minimum wage, which uh, Craig of the Weird Podcast said is not right. It's not right. Tipping is not a fun game to get your waiter to work harder. Heck, I'm just happy they're working at all. Yeah. Sometimes I go to these places and I'm like, hello. You ever heard the Fountains of Wayne song, Haley's Waitress? No, I haven't. Listen to that. Okay. Mark Patch knows what I'm talking about. I love Fountains I think Mark Patch. Oh, absolutely. Go listen to uh, Welcome Interstate Managers. That's, okay. That album is so good. But listen. I've heard that album, so I probably have. But it's I got Stacey's mama. Yeah. I mean, she's not on. I mean, the song about her. Well, is on. Whatever. She's got it going on. Yeah, she does. That. But uh, Haley's Waitress is about a waiter, a waitress that just like Haley comet only comes around every so often <laughs> <laughs> great song i can't say enough about that album anyway power pop that's what they call it yeah and i love it yeah it i is. can't get enough of it uh anyway uh unfortunately tipping is frequently linked to server abuse and harassment whatever that means that's why the internet was so shocked by one facebook user who decided that tormenting his waitress for her tip was a fun game to play on a night out with his wife he shared the experience on uh to facebook claiming that with his methods, you will receive the best service of your life. Okay, I can tell already this guy needs a punch to the throat. Absolutely. He, expo- he was proud of it. He explained uh, that at the beginning of the meal, he placed five single dollar bills on a table for the server to see. Don't say anything to them, he wrote. If they mess up, you take a dollar away and so on. Uh, this guy's asking for the spit special. He's asking for a big slimy something in his sandwich. At the end, of, again, kids, not saying that's okay. No. I'm just saying that, you know, you don't mess with people who make your food. Okay? And I hope he's not spending over $25. Or that's, a, that's not a good tip to start no. with. If they mess up, you take a dollar away and so on. At the end of the, of the dinner, however, however much is left, uh, their tip he explained uh what, what yeah that is their tip no 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 well well so see what happened here is that once again technology's gotten me oh I, no I actually my page flip-flopped on me don't you hate that kind of like you whatever i'm not a flip-flopper anyway uh that's their tip he explained that his waitress kept looking at the money with a puzzled look on her face he's probably looking at him with a puzzled look like why are you so stupid he even said he ended up taking a dollar away because she forgot to bring uh, the table bread. Oh, man. The table bread. Yeah. He, she got, not bread to the table. No, no. It's table, table bread. bread. Table yeah. bread. Table was hungry. Uh, but that she brought extra bread later, so he put the dollar back. <laughs> ha ha. All in all, a great evening with my love and a good dinner experiment we both wanted to see play out. He's dragging her into this now. Yeah. Huh? Try it. You will be surprised, he wrote. A screenshot of the man's little blurb was posted uh, to Twitter by Atlanta-based news, weather, and traffic host Mark Arum, uh, who wrote, 
As a former waiter, please don't ever, uh, don't do this ever. Uh, the tweet has almost 500 irate responses, 377 retweets, and almost 1,600 likes from people who can't believe that, one, this customer would only tip his waiters $5 on a dinner for two, <laughs> for and two, someone would be so flagrantly rude. I served uh, for years putting myself through college, tweeted Randall W. Bond. That's Gary U.S. Bond's nephew. <laughs> Not really. Uh, I would have uh, ignored you most of the night for the satisfaction of letting you know your condescending $5 means absolutely nothing to me while I racked up 10 to $20 tips from people that actually can afford to go out to eat. <laughs> what a weird new way to be cheap and rude simultaneously <laughs> That's my favorite. responded uh, one person. I agree. Why do some people treat servers like they're tr- uh, training an animal? Really? Uh, why do they guys have a water bottle? Whenever she can do something right, spray <laughs> or a horn, blow a horn. Her if they do good, uh, then you give them a treat. If they mess up, you rub their nose in it. Shake my head, wrote uh, Twitter user Brent. Um, yeah, that's that's just I, you know. I hope that she, his wife or whoever, was. Isn't that? I that hope she's not bad. I, I hope she's. Well, I just shakes my head. I shake my head. I, uh, Condescending she, was she, the perfect word for that. Yeah, I just, I mean, you just hope that she's not really part. If she's part of it. They're a perfect couple. <laughs> I bet she was because they whatever. But okay. I think I think when when the person picked up on the game that he was playing, they exactly right. They should have just started slowing it down. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's head uh, from the dining room to the kitchen with this headline: Stranger jumps out of a restaurant freezer, <laughs> attacks kitchen staff, dies at the hospital. Well, you should very eventful night. This <laughs> happened. He, he covered a lot of ground there. <laughs> it's happened in New York. Police say a man jumped out of a popular Upper West Side eatery's walk-in freezer. <laughs> Brett. Grabbed a knife and started attacking employees, then died later at the hospital. The incident happened on the height of the brunch rush around 11 a.m. at Sarah Beth's restaurant on Amsterdam Amsterdam Avenue. Police say the kitchen staff did not recognize the person, described by police as a 55 year old, a 54 year old man who did not work at the restaurant, nor was he a former employee. Well, they recognized him because he had all that frost on his face. <laughs> he had icicles hanging off his mustache. Sarah Beth's staff told police they did not know how the man got into the freezer. Well, obviously through the door. Maybe they delivered him. Maybe he was a delivery guy. Maybe he was in like a french fry box uh, or Maybe. Something. After being discovered, the man picked up a knife uh, and attempted to attack the employees who were able to disarm him and wrestle they him. They took to his the arms ground. off? They disarmed him, yes. Wow. Shortly afterwards, the man tried to walk with the kitchen staff but suffered some, some kind of medical emergency. He tried to talk, emergency. not walk with him. Oh, he, he was, tried to talk to him. Yeah. He was trying to chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. Police responded to the scene, found the 54-year-old unconscious he's and unresponsive. Please, he's your age if he's mine. Whatever. Emergency medical responders took the man to Mount Sinai, St. Luke's, and Mount Sinai Roosevelt Hospital, where he was pronounced dead. They, they took him to Mount Sinai. Yeah, the the medical examiner will determine the cause of death. So if we find out, we'll get back to well, you maybe with he an had a, Maybe he was on bath salts. I don't know, but how did he get in the freezer? Nobody saw him come in. That's a crazy. I mean, if it, it was, would, an it, would Asian, it would depend on the layout of the restaurant. If he could come in the back and kind of, you know, yeah, 
you know, you and I worked at the same DQ. Yeah, and that freezer was so cold. Well, I hated to go in there. Because you kind of keep the the the, the, the footlongs. The, the, no, the liquid goodness that makes ice cream for Dairy Queen. You can make the, <laughs> remember, it came in those milk crates with the. I ba- just remember the, ba- the footlong going back there and getting the footlongs. No, they had the they had these plastic milk yeah crates. Yes, I remember those. And in it was a bag. Yes, of the deliciousness. Yes, of the deliciousness. Yes, and um, that we had to keep that super cold. Yeah. But my point was, you could come in the back door. And that freezer's around the back side of the room there. That's true. You know, so you could, depending on how the restaurant's set up, why he went in there? I don't know. It's a very interesting story. Something was going on. Obviously, he, he, he had medical issues because he did die. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hey, this next one. Yeah. I love this one. Yeah, you sent you sent this one in yeah. to the production staff. Yes, they are. You. <laughs> yes. Fly. That says, as in buzz, 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 fly. As in House Jeff fly. Goldblum. Yes. Ooh. Great actor. Love that movie. A favorite here on the Weird Podcast. Yeah, well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) You do eventually plan to have flies on your Domino World Record, don't you? John, you do intend to eventually have a fly in the pod when I transport myself. Fly ruins German Domino World Record attempt. A fly domino... uh, Fly. (laughs) I just want to fly. A German domino team was it? It would be even more exciting story if it was a fly fly team. Yes, it would. Only comment they gave was buzz, 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 buzz. (laughs) A German domino team was attempting to break a record for miniature dominoes. Oh, so these aren't like regular dominoes. No, that's how the fly was able to pull it off. (laughs) But a fly triggered a premature chain reaction. (laughs) And errant fly. That's he was from errant. Oh, that's okay. the town nearby he was yeah. from. Ruined a world record domino attempt in Germany on Friday. Participants at a domino event in the town of Nida near Frankfurt were attempting to beat the record for the most. Uh, <laughs> just had this funny thought of a guy running around the fly swatter trying to get him. He he actually hit <laughs> he the <did>. domino. <laughs> Um, we're trying to beat the record for the most mini dominoes to fall in one go, but a fly landed on one of the tiny dominoes triggering a chain reaction before they had completed the setup you know they were all smacking their foreheads yeah the fly triggered the chain reaction prematurely organizer i I don't know but his name's patrick center and i don't want to get into his personal life but (laughs) you need to straighten up patrick patrick you need to straighten up (laughs) turn a burn brother he, he told dpa news agency on saturday there was no more time to set up all the little tiles again the tiles they were using were no bigger than a little fingernail. Were they tiles or dominoes? I'm confused. They're calling them tiles. You know, it's the thing. England, they call French fries chips. We call them fries. Yeah. That whole mix up. Yeah, I prefer fries over I prefer chips. dominoes over tiles. I prefer dominoes over Papa John's. Um, Not anymore. I like the original no. recipe. I don't like the new recipe at Domino's. I do. And Domino's has a gluten-free pie. And then it's disgusting. It's delicious, Mr. Sister. The tiles they were using were no bigger than a little fingernail. Uh, participants did, however, manage to set four world records of uh, in a single run of miniature dominoes knocked over by a fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only ones to have that. It's the only one to have the record, uh, including the longest domino chain reaction. The run used. 596,229 tiles and took 15 minutes to complete. What if they were going for 600,000 tiles? Look how close they Stupid <laughs> fly. The chain reaction also set the record for the longest domino wall, the largest spiral, and the largest domino cube. 
The event involved around 20 participants working over two weeks. Oh, man. The team was reportedly set back a day after (sighs) the premature collapse of a major element of the run. But these are guys that, you know, anything they do could have done it in two weeks' time to ruin what they were doing. Yeah. And then a fly comes along. (laughs) I mean, shit over there. Hey, this thing's kind of wobbly. Oh! Um... Who got together and said, I got an idea. We're going, to make, we're going to make these dominoes. We're going to make them small. Now show me your papers. Get the motion squirrel. But that's actually Russia. Yeah. They started but the But you can use it. They sound like. if I want to. You know. um, anyway, so that was that. Yeah, that's pretty pretty sad story there. Um, headline is, Arkansas teen wanted to steal a plane and fly it to a rap concert. Do they know how to fly? No, <laughs> that's part of the funniness. An 18-year-old Arkansas man arrested at Texarkana Regional Airport last month told investigators he intended to fly a stolen plane to a rap concert in another state. Chief Deputy, Did he think you just jump in and just... Yes, he thought he figured it out. Chief Deputy Prosecuting Attorney Chuck Black... Chuck Black, you know Chuck Black, right? No. Yeah, it's old man Black's boy. Oh, on, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. On Monday, formerly charged... Zamarcus? I thought you said check back. I wasn't sure what you just said. <laughs> Chuck Berry Black something. Zamarcus Devin Scott with commercial burglary and attempting theft of property with a value greater than $25,000. Asked about his lack of training as a pilot, Scott told Texarkana police that he didn't believe there was much more to the task than pushing buttons and pulling levers. He's a special one. According to a probable cause affidavit filed you know, in the case. You know what we say in the South about him. Bless his Bless heart. Bless his heart. About 2.30 a.m. on July 4th, airport security personnel contacted police about seeing a man jump a fence and attempt to enter, enter an American Eagle twin engine jet. You ever flown on an American Eagle? No, I think I've been in the store. <laughs> I flew on one. They're tiny. Yeah, I've been in those little, no, I've been in those little, yeah. those little, little pond jumpers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. By the time the officers arrived, this suspect, later identified as Scott, had gotten onto the small commercial plane and closed the door behind him. When officers shined a flashlight into the plane's cockpit from outside the jet, they could see a man sitting in the pilot seat with his hands below the window and out of direct view. Well, if you're standing below a plane, isn't everything out of direct view? (laughs) Fearing for their safety, an officer drew his weapon and ordered the man to keep his hands up. Two officers reportedly recognized the man as Scott before authorities opened the plane door and arrested him. Is that Scott up there? That's Scott. Scott. We just arrested him last week for trying to steal a bus. (laughs) Exactly. He was driving that train. (laughs) Hey, the samples at Costco were free. Yeah, they usually are. Two men in their 70s got into a fight over them. Now, I'm guessing. Yeah. (laughs) Give me them fruit roll-ups. You better not eat that last Triscuit. I'll come over and smack you you into my hurricane. I don't know if you've your hurricane. Hurricane. I'll wreck you like a hurricane. (laughs) I feel uncomfortable. You've seen the hurricanes? They got the little, the the four little feet together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The hurricane, Mr. Sonny. So, I know what. Sam's Club. They've got these machines. It's oh, I a, love those. Oh, what's it called? They give good samples. It's called some clever name. Like yeah. Sample giver. Something. It's got some... <laughs> it's v- usually out, though, super, by the time I get super there. Super vendomatic. Vendomatic. Um, this, and, and you I go got in, some Dippin' Dots out of that thing one time. It's refrigerated. Not the one I've been to. Well, the one I got, I had some Dippin' Dots. And one Dippin' time Dots, I got but a, they could only afford to give one container away. I guess, because... Because they're usually, like 60 bucks for like one. Usually it's empty. But go ahead with your story. I'm kind of surprised, Dippin' Dots, when you order. Like, I'll take a small, but the guy's not actually counting the beads. And <laughs> One, two, two three. three. There this, you go. This is going to be a minute. Do you on. want coconut? 
My gosh. Somebody showed a. Uh, they somebody, are good. Someone put a picture of. Uh, you know what else is good? All, the, all the other ice cream. No. You know what? Well, yeah, it you is, know what? Um, it's different. Dippin' Dots are different. They're not ice cream. They're just beads of ice cream. They're not ice cream. I don't know what they are. They called the ice cream of the future. That's not ice cream. I mean, they do melt in your mouth. They are full they're of not delicious. They're not the They're not the ice cream of the future because we had them thirty years ago. <laughs> they're, they're ice cream of. It's ice cream we're eating in the future. <laughs> but but the thing is that someone posted there's a cereal now. And I said, well, that's clearly a $50 box. <laughs> I mean, you know how stupid their pricing is. I feel like Dippin' Dots would go so much further if they'd come down off their high horse, lower the price to a normal everyday price. That's okay. Why, that's why I feel Do you feel better? It. I do. And until Next time then, I'm I'll talking get, to Mr. Dots, I'll, get, I'll let him know. I'll go, uh, huh? Next time I'm talking to Mr. Dots, I'll let him know. Yeah, let him know. They said Mr. Knots. I'm like, what? <laughs> Don? Nip it in the bud, Ange. Nip it in the bud. <laughs> Nip it in the dip and die. <laughs> in the dip and die. Um, okay. So, a 70-year-old man, uh, Aaron graduated with, said he was <laughs> waiting in line for a complimentary piece of cheese at the Costco in Greenville, South Carolina, when a 72-year-old man oh, cut well, in line. That's like the difference between me and you. Yeah, you're 72. Whatever. Took some cheese and walked off. He cut the line, took some cheese, and walked off. Hey, you could say you could shorten that by just saying he cut the cheese. He line. cut the, he cut the cheese line. comma line. He cut the cheese line after the uh, <laughs> after the you, you're gonna say Greg Brady, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not, I wanted to. But we, I'm, we, I'm, could, we need to talk about the Brady Bunch house anyway. After the 70 year old moved on to a line with free samples of cheeseburgers. <laughs> Good grief! I want to go to this Costco. I know. Police said the man saw the 72 year old. Approaching, he's like round two. <laughs> the seventy-year-old was still upset about being cut in front of. Yeah, you don't cut in front of, an, of the elderly. They no. don't take it. They've been around, and, and it doesn't matter if you are two years older than them. Does not matter. And according to the incident report, he told the other man that he could get in front. He <clears throat> let's try this again. He could get in front of him because he knew he would just cut the line anyway. <laughs> so he's cutting back. A, it's a cutback. Yeah. Um, the seventy-year-old <laughs> man responded saying, "I'll do it again." Then saying to the 70-year-old man, you're a jerk. Hey, son, don't call me a jerk. And while you're at it, get off my lawn. <laughs> the 72-year-old then hit the 70-year-old in the right side of his head right oh. side of his head, and caused his hat and glasses to get knocked off, yes. according to the incident report. We need that audio clip. This is ridiculous. I don't have Stop. it. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. This is a cornhole match. This is a fundraiser. This is ridiculous. The woman who was working at the cheeseburger sample stand said, okay, they've gone from the vending machine to just somebody who stands there giving you food. Well, they're going backwards then because that's the way it used to be before they got the little machines. Well, no, the, 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 the machines we're talking about give you pre, the, like I've gotten like. Um, I got a cliff bar one time. Well, like that kind of stuff yeah. or the or the fruit roll-ups or fruit yeah. gummy things or whatever. Um, uh, and this is, they're now at the thing where the lady or the man is, whoever it is, is cooking the food okay. and giving okay. it to okay so the woman who was working at the cheeseburger sample stand said she saw two men argue in front of her station she confirmed the 70 year old's account when she told police that a man in a hawaiian shirt hit the other man in the head and it sounded very loud and that the man's hat flew off his head <laughs> Though the seventy-two-year-old—that's terrible, but I can't stop laughing. Though the seventy-two-year-old had left the Costco by the time police officers arrived, I'm getting out of here. It they, must have taken them a long time to get there. With this, yeah, really. Well, does that surprise you? <laughs> they tracked him down. 
Uh, when an officer reached him on the phone, the 72-year-old admitted he was involved <laughs> they, in an altercation at Costco. How'd they track him down where they had to call him? They probably just followed the little <laughs> little rubber marks on well, the... Well, why not just go up and talk to him? It said they reached him on the phone. That's true. Well, no, they were standing next to him, talking to him on the phone. Because <laughs> that's the only way he could hear. What? 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 Hey, just, let, just call me. That's a little too familiar to me. Um... He admitted he'd been in an altercation at Costco, according to the incident report. Police reported that the 72-year-old said he hit the man's off uh, hat off his head <laughs> after the man got in his face and felt the man was going to hit him because the man was bawling his fist. That Green- took five minutes by itself. Yeah, just saying that. Just stand right there. Give me a second. We're- Greenville Police Department Public Affairs Manager Donald Porter, you know Don Porter. Oh, yeah, old man Porter. Told, told the state... That no, I don't know why he told everybody in the state this. Um, that no arrest. I bet he came on all the TVs. <laughs> yes. Everybody, in, just want you to know, I'm going to interrupt uh, your episode of the Goldbergs. Uh, no, any other show but that, please. I know. To uh, there have been no arrests made in the incident. Please go back to watching the Goldbergs. Already in progress. Uh, police are attempting to get surveillance footage from Costco to help them in the investigation, and the responding officer said further investigation was needed because the men's stories are inconsistent and the witness did not have much to say per the incident report. How about we just let it go? Yeah, it's two old men that, that got cranky with each other. Yeah. That happens all the time. They're, they're just they're just glad they're... I mean, I, I relate to this now. They're just glad they woke up. Yeah. You know, leave them alone. <laughs> I'd be happy. I've been standing in a line. I don't care if somebody gets in front of me. I'm glad that I was able to, even with even if I had a cane, I'd, you know what he needed? What? He needed one of those, uh, the canes that have the taser things built in them. They make the cracking Oh, that's the them. Hurricane Express. Well, they make these, they make these, <laughs> walk, they make these walking yes. sticks that have lights that run up and down, and you take them out walking or whatever, or in this case, you t- obviously take them to Costco. <laughs> yes. And he would just zap the guy. Tase him. Tase him, bro. T- tase, don't tase me, bro. Don't, don't tase me, old man. Hey, so real quick, uh, we're talking about the Partridge, Peter, uh, Peter, Peter Brady. Yeah, Brady. Um, did you see where Lance was it Lance Bass is that his name from InSync? Uh, InSync, yeah. He was all excited that he and I guess partners or whatever, whoever his company, where they had put a bid on this the the Brady Bunch. House. Yes, he he'd already posted it. Marine McCormick, who played Marsha, had even like they tweeted back and forth. He said, "You'll be the first person to come over for dinner and all this kind of stuff." And all of a sudden, after being told he had the winning bid, the the the, the owners. Yanked it out from under, and today I read they finally revealed it was HGTV bought it. Are you serious? And they're going to restore. They're going to do something restore. But here's the thing: what are they going to do with it? It's in a residential neighborhood. You're going to buy it. They're going to turn around. They're going to they're going to work on it, make a big deal, try to make money off of it with advertising, and then turn around sell it. Again. So, what does the inside of the house look like? Does not look like what we saw on TV. Yeah, it's only like a. Well, first of all, if you look at um, the front of the house, it, it doesn't even match the architecture because when you walk in on the on the sound stage, when you saw the sh- inside the sh- on the show, yeah, the front door walked in, went down some steps, and then the steps going upstairs were in the very back. Yeah, but if you look at the house. It's a split level, but it's on the left or the right. I can't remember which side it's oh, on. Oh, I never even thought of it, that. It never even match. It doesn't even match. Um, it's apparently it's. Um, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't have AstroTurf for grass. Oh, darn it. But uh, if you... Um, Wasn't it Marcus you, Welby's house, too? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't okay. remember. But uh, the same owners have had it since 72. They must have bought it during the production. And they only used it for outside shots. Yeah. They didn't use yeah. it, you know, pulling up That's a car. That's why I was wondering what it looked like. I've never seen it inside the house. Um, but apparently it's only like a two-bedroom, three-bathroom or something. It's not a very big house. Certainly not enough to fit... 
you know, nine people or eight people or six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, six. Did Alice stay Alice there? Alice would live there, too, yeah. yeah. Alice doesn't live here anymore. Live there Sam, she Sam live the there Butcher anymore. doesn't. Didn't, he, he came over once a while. I think the only people that are alive on that show are the kids at this point. Yeah, I think. The, yeah. Did Florence pass away? Yeah. Oh, wow. She passed away a couple years or a year or two. I forget. It's been Bad a while. News. Hey, have we ever mentioned Mark Patch? I'm sorry. So I, I, I went off the rails there. Yeah, but I wanted, I wanted, to, okay. I wanted to bring up the uh, the house because it was some current event. That is. Thank you. Way to Mark go. Patch, we did mention because Mark Patch is the guy that we mentioned him because we talked about you could download the theme to the, to the show. Well, he, he sent us this next story. If you think you hear me open a can of drink, <laughs> I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Headline is: Don't you like the fact that that our advertisers bring us cases of these to the Leeberry Studios? Love it, yeah. Uh-huh. But they don't advertise with us; they just advertise with others here. No, they advertise at the store, <laughs> and we pick them up there. Yes, I like to think of them as our advertisers. So headline: They work with us in this whole thing. Headline for Mark Patch: Judge orders man's mouth taped shut during his sentencing. Have you seen this video? I saw a still shot of the man with tape over his mouth. <laughs> This comes to us from Cleveland, Ohio, where the heart of rock and roll is Cleveland, still Ohio. beating. Sorry, the kids, you know, the Cleveland show has been on here lately. So every time you say Cleveland, like, Cleveland, Ohio. An Ohio judge had enough of being repeatedly interrupted by a chatty defendant and had the man's mouth taped shut during a sentencing hearing. Wouldn't you? I'm about be, to tape yours. Being a ju- <laughs> like, now you know how I feel. <laughs> being a judge, it must be one of the coolest jobs in the world. Yeah. You, you can have stuff you, happen. You can do I mean, there's 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 following the law, but then there's what you put up with in your courtroom. Yes. And, I, you know, I just couldn't imagine. 32-year-old Franklin Williams was convicted uh, for his involvement in three armed robberies and was brought before Judge John Russo on July 31st to hear his punishment. Oh, my gosh. J.J. Russo. Before Russo could deliver his decision, Williams repeatedly refused to stop talking or reportedly refused to stop talking. Mr. Williams, I'm the judge in the matter. Shut your mouth or I will tell you when you can talk. Say, uh, and I will tell you when you can talk. The Cleveland judge told Williams. I think she said, or I will tell you when you can talk. Despite the warning, the convicted robber continued to argue with his lawyers, the judge, and complained about his representation. When the outburst uh, continued, Russo ordered officers to use tape to close Williams' mouth for the rest of the nice. hearing. And then from then on, he was like... <laughs> In the quieted down courtroom, Judge Russo sentenced the 32-year-old to 24 years in prison, 10 years longer than his original sentence at Ben Craig. That's what he got for butting in. That, that's another thing about being a judge. Yes. You know how like when, you're, when, you, when you're talking to your kids, you can say, mouth off one more time, you'll be grounded another day. <laughs> well, brr, brr, brr. Okay, another day. Brr, okay, a week. Brr, brr. Okay, a month. This one, judges do this all the time. Yes, they do. And I enjoy watching it. I do, too. The armed robber was granted an appeal after it was found that Williams Williams was misinformed about the details of his first of his prison sentence. So I was once again, we have a YouTube segment on this show because it's, we should. it's that thing where you and we've said it before, you know, you um, you know, you start watching one thing you're looking for. And then like an hour later, you're watching kittens wearing hats. Yeah. You know, you're like, you don't know what you're where, how you got there. But YouTube has this. It's like a gateway drug. You go looking for one thing and then they know what it does. They know what to throw there. They do. And it's, it's so fun. If I was going to have a website I was going to waste time on, yeah. YouTube. Because it could be stupid and it could be very educational. I learned, a lot of people learn how to do fix their cars and this and that. You yeah, know, I, do, I use it for that. So I came across a uh, a video of people that were freaking out when they were getting, this has to do with this story, people that were freaking out when they received their life sentences. 
Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. I mean, people just become puddles. These people would just become just a messy puddle. Just, you know, these are criminals. I mean, they just, you know, freaking out, like crying or a couple, of them, imagine, get, a couple of them get violent. But what was weird is watching the video, I started, I kind of got that feeling like, oh, my gosh, in their pl- I kind of put myself in their place going, could you imagine? I wonder if we have any prisoners that listen to weird. We should advertise behind bars in the old uh, smoke. Oh, uh, Stony Lonesome. Stony, Stony Lonesome. Yeah, yeah, the big house. Yeah, over there at the uh, Gray Bar Motel. <laughs> you're you're taking them all, man. <laughs> the, the pokey. Big, the big house, the pokey. <laughs> yeah. The slammer. Yeah. Um, well, we could probably get episodes in if we go to Atlanta. We just put it under the fence. Yeah, we just walk up and toss it over. <laughs> Nobody would say anything. Yeah, I, you know, I think it'd be kind of cool as long as none of the none of the inmates in prison wanted to murder me. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool to have some inmates. You know, if I could, you know, they they did. They're 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 paying their debt to society. Yeah, why shouldn't they pay a little more by having to be forced to listen to us? <laughs> you talk about punishment. Put us on the speakers. Anyway, <laughs> they'll straighten up real quick. That's right. Please, <laughs> no, put them solitaire. Yeah. Solitary confinement. We play the Pooh story music over and over. Yeah, yeah. So, 118 mystery goats Ooh, I want one. run loose, eating everything in sight in Boise, Idaho. Oh, I hope they didn't get the potatoes. They ate all the potatoes. We'd Darn be in trouble. It. I would be in trouble. Residents of the Boise, Idaho neighborhood were surprised Friday when a roving pack of about 100 goats descended on their lawn. Descended? They came from the sky? Yeah. Eating everything in sight, KTVB, I guess that's TV station, reporter Joe Paris shared photos of the go-to-palooza. <laughs> okay, can we drop this whole palooza thing? No, I love it. I want it more. Um, we, have, we have stories palooza Perry, here on Perry the show. Perry Farrell, Jane's Addiction, Perry Farrell, right? Yeah. Has uh, Lollapalooza, whatever that name, wherever that came from. Yeah. And now no one can let it go. No. Stop stop complaining, Palooza, would you? Go to Just Palooza. Read, read the story. Let me read the story, Palooza, here. Uh, the photos of it on Twitter, writing, nobody has a clue where they came from. Reporter Joe Paris tweeted these photos Friday morning of what he said was about 100 goats running rampant in Boise, Idaho. He said the goats were going house to house, eating everything in sight. <laughs> it's probably true. Goats of all shapes, sizes, and colors were seen on the tour of the neighborhood. You do eventually plan to have goats on your goat <laughs> yes. tour. John, uh, <laughs> in some photos, residents were seen looking confused as the goats mobbed their front yards. <laughs> Neighbors reported hearing the herd uh, making their way uh, into the area on Summer Wind Drive off of Five Mile Road around Summer 7 a.m. and commenced to uh, commence their unstoppable eating of lawns, leaves, and shrubs. I think they did this yesterday in front of the White House, too. It was Rosie O'Donnell was ahead <laughs> <Yeah>. of it. <laughs> At about 8.30 a.m., a large truck from the company, We Rent Goats. What? What? WRG? It arrived and rounded up the goats. No, it was a guy who had a big truck, and he wrote, he scribbled, we rent goats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are, oh, those are mine. I know where they came from. Um, My truck. They reported the goats had been grazing nearby when they somehow escaped and set off on a snacking tour of the neighborhood. Well, they got they found a hole in the fence, and they got out. That's what they did. They did it I've had it happen to cows here in our town. I've, yeah, Roger. Roger. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Missouri Compromise yeah. Roger. He's, yeah. he's lost his MC. cattle. Yeah. Um, I was driving through a neighborhood not far from here. This is literally a neighborhood, like subdivision, like not farmland. It used to be, but it's just houses, yards, houses, yards. I mean, no farm right there. Yeah. And I could drive by one day and there's just a horse standing in my front yard. <laughs> the horse had gotten out. Of course. Of course. Of course. The horse. <laughs> 
got out. Don't start that. <laughs> okay. You may finish the story, of course. May as well. Of course. I'll, as about as a horse, horse of a different color. Um, anyway, uh, posted on Twitter with the breaking uh, hashtag, Paris added that nobody had a clue where the goats came from. The goats managed to be collected into the truck and taken away, thus concluding an exciting Friday morning. I like goats. I think I they're, love they're, they're hysterical. They're very fun to watch. But right now, we got to go to Florida. You ready? Yeah. In Florida, I went dessert. Headline is, Florida cop claims Burger King put dirt on his food. The investigation reveals it was just seasoning. I mean, he's never eaten Burger King before. A police officer complained that the food he ordered came topped with dirt, sparked an internal probe at Burger King, which included the gritty substance, which concluded that the gritty substance was just a seasoning mix. Wow. They've got somebody, they've got everybody so amped up yeah. when you're a police officer that someone's going to mess with your food, which uh-huh. they've been doing or refuse to serve you. I was the officer who was served a burger at Burger King with dirt in it. At first, I thought it was just burned bacon. I was hungry and ate the burger. At the last bite, I saw dirt and grit on the burger. In disgust, I threw it out the window. Litter. (laughs) Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. (laughs) The post quickly went viral, prompting calls for a boycott as well as an internal investigation at the Florida Burger King. A review of surveillance video in the kitchen from the day of the officer received his food cleared the staff of wrongdoing. We invited senior I hereby clear you all of wrongdoing. We invited senior level Fort Myers Police Department officials. Wait, it was the king, by the way, with his scepter. Yes, it was. As he But he doesn't speak. He just stands there with that funny grin on his face. He doesn't speak to non employees. Oh. They all agreed that nothing inappropriate occurred when employees prepared the burger and the Burger King officials have invited McCormick to review the footage. Fitzpatrick said a salt and pepper blend is added to the food as part of the prep process. He for said, cooking we, got, we got to add some flavor. It's likely <laughs> the mixture combined with the flame broiled grill process. Mm, that stuff's good. Oh, it is good. Resulted in the substance McCormick mistook as dirt. We hope the officer will uh, post something in whatever manner he chooses, Fitzpatrick added. In the Facebook post, which has been uh, since deleted, McCormick also said his receipt had the word police written in big black letters across the top, something that has not happened in his previous Maybe business. it was so if he got a discount. Well, they explained it here. Just just before speaking to the manager, the staff member from the drive-thru asked, uh, what the matter, officer? Something wrong with your order? Uh, then she and the other staff had a good laugh. That's what he posted on his Facebook post. Fitzpatrick told USA Today that the police label McCormick referenced is part of the regular identity process for customers. Every one of our guests, we ask, uh, may we have your name That's to true. better serve you? Yes. I mean, I don't know about Burger King, but Taco Bell does that now. Uh, when the Burger King employee parroted the line uh, to McCormick, he did not give his name, but rather just said, officer. So Fitzpatrick said the police uh, drive through worker would have been able to see that the officers marked cruiser through the window and likely labeled him accordingly. I mean, so that's a pretty much a non-story. Some some officer went had fits and and threw stuff all over his social media, thinking he had eaten dirt. Do you think his response would have just been, "Oh, I feel kind of dumb"? Yes, <laughs> you do. It's time for the Mark Patch Top Ten. Today's list. Top 10 worst things that could happen to you on a plane. And these come to us from thetop10s.com. Number 10. The pilot falls asleep. Yeah, but aren't there like, uh, there's, there's safety there's, things. There's co-pilots. I mean, I don't want them to fall asleep. No. There's co-pilots and there's 
my understanding is the plane does a lot of the, yeah now i'm not taking away from them i'm saying oh, no it's it's but my understanding serious. is there is a lot of overcorrect there's a lot of stuff the plane does on its own yeah. so if, if it took a nosedive it probably would have you know and i don't know i'm talking out of my other side <laughs> we of my don't head. know top 10 things uh worst things that can happen unto you on a plane number nine you get on the wrong flight well, of course if you're trying to go to you know that happened to kevin if, remember no yeah home alone too oh yeah that's yeah, true new no. york well no, his parents. They left. No. No, Home Alone 2, he went to New York. He was alone in New York. Remember? Uh, oh, that's right. He got on the wrong plane. Yeah, President Trump yeah. was in it. He was. Yeah. Um, you get on the wrong flight. You're thinking you're going to go to Boise to get some you know, potatoes or something again. And <laughs> or then some goats. Suddenly, some goats, and suddenly you're in Mississippi. Yeah, oh, that would be terrible. Um, Nothing against Mississippi. Just you're supposed to be in Boise. Easy yeah. brand flakes from there. Oh, that's right. Did he ever respond? Never. Oh, he's going to be so sad. Yeah, I know. Number eight. Top 10 worst things that could happen to you on a plane. You post a social me- you post on social media that it's a private plane, but people who were on it with you say that's a lot. What? Yeah, they're saying if you take a picture and say, look at me on this private plane, and yeah. then your buddy next to you says, yeah. this, this is JetBlue, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> this is JetBlue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number six of the top 10 worst things that could happen to you on a plane. Someone throws your bag out the you window. You skipped one. Oh, okay. You take number seven then, because I just took number six. Just do number seven. All right, number seven. The plane food is poisoned. Yeah, what? That would be terrible. <laughs> what the heck? Okay, well, do we have a thing on there that says there's a gremlin on the wing? Yeah. It's on the wing. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Shatner. <laughs> number six. Someone throws your bag out the window. You can't open the window on the plane. No, you can't. <laughs> number five. Someone looks through your bag and sees your diary. What, was this from Teen B? <laughs> This is from thetop10s.com. I mean, okay, I don't carry seriously. My diary. I don't have only, a diary. Only, only a 12-year-old girl from the 1950s would say, someone looked in my bag and found my diary. He knows I love Johnny. <laughs> Number four, because you stole one. Is it my turn anyway? It is your turn. Uh, top 10 worst things that could happen to you on a plane. Snakes somehow make their way on board. Now, that's true. That may You don't want snakes on a plane. No, sir. Not unless you're a... Uh, never mind. Uh, number three, the top ten worst things that can happen to you on a plane. The person next to you loves your least favorite music artist and plays their songs really loud. This is, honestly, this is the dumbest list you've ever found. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. This where, is the where list. Is, where, and I saw well, pe- how would you feel if somebody ne- sitting next to you on a, on a seven-hour flight was playing Nickelback uh, just constantly? Well, they would probably have headphones in. No, they don't. They're playing well, then, it through their speakers the, very loud. They would not let them do that. I'm sorry that they did. And, 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 and the other thing is... Um, I hate to break it to you, Mr. Sister, but they're playing. I saw some back. pictures recently, and a, a good example of something bad that can happen to you. There's somebody who like was sitting in the plane against the by the window, and some idiot had their some woman had her bare foot. Oh, I painted saw nails that. And all yes. stuck right beside them. I I'm saw been, that. I'm breaking toes off. <laughs> all right, number th- uh, let's see. Number two is awesome. Number two, <laughs> someone pushes you out the window. That's not funny since a lady just got sucked out of <laughs> oh, a window but recently. No, but she didn't get pushed. Okay, and according to thetop10s.com, the worst thing, number one worst thing that can happen to you on a plane, it crashes. Were these, seriously, were these preschoolers that did this list? I don't know. I didn't see them actually do the list. list. I just went online and found the list. I removed myself from any responsibility of this list. I thought it was a decent list, man. Someone looks through your bag and sees your diary. Hey, Craig, this is the end of 199, man. You know what comes next? The big 200199B. (laughs) We could do 199C. D E F. You'll probably want to go to 200. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, it's been a good it's been a good run. We'll see you episode 200 on Monday. All righty, bye.